Hey there, I'm Amy, and welcome to the podcast, Fearlessly Facing 50. This podcast is about conversations and connections, and my mission is to encourage women over 40 to live their best life. You know what, ladies, we haven't peaked yet, and we are just getting started. So if you're ready for some real talk with real people and real conversations about what really matters, you found the right place. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's get started. Let's get real. Hey there, I'm Amy Schmidt, host of the Fearlessly Facing 50 podcast, and welcome to today's episode. I'm so happy you've joined today for what is going to be a really great, insightful interview with Dr. Gasquet, who is one of only 20% of physicians in the nation who is specialty trained in anti-aging and bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, making her a true expert in her field. So before we get to the interview with Dr. Gasquet, I just want to give a huge shout out, hugs all around, high fives, virtual hugs for all of you that have gone ahead on Amazon and purchased my book, Cannonball, Fearlessly Facing Midlife and Beyond. Thank you so much. It was such an honor to sit back and read the reviews on Amazon and some of the press that has been covering Cannonball, Fearlessly Facing Midlife and Beyond. It's very humbling. And when I put pen to paper and wrote this book, it really was making myself vulnerable, which we need to do as women, and trusting that the stories that I share would encourage others to sit back and look at the reflections at the end of each chapter and say, you know what? I can relate to that. Wow. That sounds like me or someone that you know. So thanks so much. I encourage you to pick up a copy if you haven't. It's called Cannonball, Fearlessly Facing Midlife and Beyond. I'm happy to sign a copy for you if you reach out to me at amy at fearlesslyfacing50.com and I'll send one your way. Look so forward to connecting. So please just continue your reviews. And I really appreciate the support of Cannonball, Fearlessly Facing Midlife and Beyond. Women at Midlife and Beyond and women in general, we always have questions about health and hormones, menopause and all of those things, you know, to stay healthy as we age and putting ourselves as a priority, which is a struggle for a lot of women. So I'm so excited to welcome Dr. Gasquet to the podcast today. And I'm going to call her Dr. G because I know at some point during this, I will forget how to pronounce it properly. (laughs) So welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things I get lots of questions about, and, you know, as a woman myself who just recently turned 50, I'm going through all of the stuff that goes with hormones and questioning menopause and all those things. So let's just get started by just give yourself a little introduction to our listeners all over the country and the world, a little bit of a background on Dr. G. So I am first an internal medicine physician by trade. While I was training internal medicine, I just from noting the patients that would come into the hospital being so ill and knowing that there's a way to kind of keep them healthy before they even get there, I started kind of delving into anti-aging medicine, preventative medicine, and things like that. So in addition to internal medicine, I went on to specialize in anti-aging, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, peptides, and aesthetics. Mm. So just kind of those things that we can 
do to keep ourselves healthy and not sick and not having to go to the hospital. That was my main goal. I am from New Orleans, born and raised. I do have an office in New Orleans, and I also have another office in North Palm Beach, which is Wellness Jar, where you found us. And I have patients nationwide. I have patients that call on me across the nation. They drive to Florida. They fly in um, to Florida or Louisiana. There are not that many physicians in general that have a focus in anti-aging or bioidentical hormone replacement. And I know that you'll touch on this subject in a little while, but a lot of physicians, and there was a survey done for the U.S. and I think the U.K., a lot of physicians, even the OB-GYN gynecologists, right, had made a report that they just do not feel comfortable discussing menopause with women. And I think that that's god-awful. Yeah. Exactly. I know it was such a taboo subject for so long. It still is. Well, I mean, I have to be honest with you. I'm 50. My mom has passed away, but I never had those conversations about menopause. I never knew when she was having a hot flash, if she did, what her story really was. And I wish I did now because that would be enlightening for me to know, because maybe there are some genetic similarities, you know, that my sisters and myself will have that my mom did. So let's talk about that a little bit. What are the biggest questions you're getting from women right now that are coming into your office and wondering about HRT and which way to go and just menopause in general? So usually what happens is they come to me because they have the symptoms or because they had the symptoms and a girlfriend had the symptoms and then the girlfriend told them, hey, you know, (laughs) I was true. It is. And they say, oh, hey, I was going through the change, the quote unquote, the change. And, you know, yes. and I experienced X, Y, and Z. Well, along the way of life, thankfully, a lot of the people who send me referrals discovered that there is something that they can do, or at least that there's someone like me that they can talk to. So when right. they come in, for the most part, when they come in, the traditional story is, you know, I've been tired for so long, or my hair's been thinning, or, oh, I've been collecting weight around my belly, or right. in addition to the usual night sweats mood changes, things like that. So they'll come in with those and insomnia is a big deal too. So insomnia, absolutely. the weight gain, unable to lose the weight, the fatigue, the, what I call lack of mojo, just kind of loss of interest of doing things. A lot of women tell me like, I literally just don't feel like a person. And these symptoms, they may have thought were nothing, or they may have said to their doctor in passing, And the traditionally trained doctors, and not to knock anyone, but medicine changes and you have to keep up with it. So back in the day, you know, we were trained in a traditional fashion. So when these topics came about, the doctors, their comfortable answer or their go-to answer was, oh, it's part of aging. Oh, you know, maybe change Mm -hmm. your diet. Oh, maybe go exercise. Oh, you know, do this or that, you know, and it never dawned on them that there is an imbalance inside that prevents the person from having the motivation or prevents the person from kind of de-stressing and actually calming down. Anxiety and depression is a huge deal. Anxiety and depression is a huge, huge deal. The ability to handle stress, huge deal. My Mm. women that are progesterone deficient or estrogen dominant, these are my women that have high anxiety the littlest thing now will cause them stress that didn't cause them stress before they have insomnia or when they are able to go to sleep, they don't get a good sleep. They're popping up early and they feel fatigued the entire day. And that cycle leads them into 
your hunger is off. And all of this is biochemically logical. Like I can sit down and go through the entire cascade with a patient and show them, okay, this is why you don't sleep. This is why when you don't sleep, you're stressed. This is why when you're stressed, you eat. And even when you're sleeping and you're not getting a good sleep, your body's right. still stressed. So when you get up, you're hungry and you're tired and you're, really? you're yeah. I and, realize you, that. and you have different cravings. You have sweet cravings. You have salt cravings. I can write out your life in, in mm. biology. But Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Well, and the, we never dig that deep. Well, the thing is, one of the main things that women, and you may have heard this too, they come to me and they say, oh, they just say, oh, it's all in your head. It's all in your right. head. And right. I have patients that have been trying to get advice or a recommendation or a treatment for 10 or 20 years. I have a woman that right. lives about an hour and a half from me in New Orleans who drove in to see me. And this poor woman, it was almost 20 years that she had been just struggling with fatigue and all of these symptoms because she, like a large part of the population, had a hysterectomy at an early age. And a hysterectomy is literally a surgically induced menopause. Right. So she right. suffered and suffered and suffered and just ended up this ball of like depressed, a shell of a woman, so to say. And I tell mm -hmm. you, Amy, I checked her blood work and it was just progesterone that was off. I replaced it. And within almost to the three month mark, she came back and completely different person. Eyes awake, bright. She was sleeping, had energy. Uh, Libido was returned. She was really? able to, yeah, she didn't want to throw her Amazing. husband out anymore. Yeah, I mean, right? it, it was a big deal. And that's the other thing. When we are anxious or depressed or, you know, want to isolate or tired and just don't want to deal with things, our relationships are affected. Be that Absolutely. your significant other, your child, your boss, your employees, your whomever. So take care of yourself. I feel like women have been either trying or they weren't seeing that, okay, this is something that I can adjust or I can return to myself. Exactly. You have to take care of you. You do. And I think it's so difficult. That's one of the things that comes up all the time is we're so used to taking care of everybody else. You know, we put off our health and, you know, I look back now at 50 and you look at your forties and that decade is just a flash and you think, wow, I could have done some things differently, which we need to be doing around our health. And I do feel like, you know, I have a daughter who is almost 23 and I feel that she's much more health conscious than I was at 23. You know, they eat better. They're doing that in a different way than I think Gen Xers have done it. So I think that's really interesting. So when patients come into you, you know, when I go for my physical or for when most women go for their physical, they'll get a CBC, a blood panel, but that's not digging deep enough, right? That's not right. getting those questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do we need to be asking and, you know, reaching out to you, what should we be asking our physicians? I feel like when you go for your annual or you're having just a regular visit, maybe have a list going on of things that have been bothering you. So going in with a list mm -hmm. is always key. Otherwise, you want to know, is your doctor checking your sex hormones? Mm. Are they checking right. your cortisol? Are oh, they that's a big one, isn't it? Cortisol, yeah, I hear about huge, that all the time. Huge deal. And cortisol doesn't necessarily have to be too high. If it's too low, then that means you've been stressed for so long, you have bottomed out. So check the sex hormones, check the cortisol, check your thyroid, not just the TSH. You need to see the entire thyroid panel because if TSH right. is in, you know, in a non-optimal range, optimal right. being key, 
because right. normal, that's the other thing. People will say, oh, it was normal. It was normal. It was normal. Well, okay, yeah. what's the optimal range? And for sex hormones, there's a ratio where we have to balance our estrogens and progesterones. We have mm. more than one estrogen. We have three estrogens that we look at in comparison to progesterone. So a right. full hormone panel. Right. We have testosterone. We need testosterone to handle certain things. So women do have right. a small amount of test. So I need the whole panel. In addition, I do look at certain vitamins and the usual CBC, the chemistry panel. I need to see what's going on with your liver, your kidney. And I look at your cholesterol panel as well. So it's like a whole health, but traditional Fabulous. docs. And I blame this on insurance. Traditional docs don't usually check the hormone profile or the full thyroid profile. And right. they usually don't check cortisol because the traditional blood work included what insurance reimbursed for. So everyone's exactly. kind of, they've all knee jerk to, okay, well, these are the rules and rules yeah. are rules. Yeah. And right. this is the blood work that we're allowed to check. The yeah. thing is, if you check outside of that range, then your patient may get a bill, but places like, right. you know, the offices that I have, we have a special arrangement with the lab. So we do a cash-based system. The lab gives us a certain fee because we always check a certain panel. So they know right. to expect what we're checking and it gives the patient such a reduced cost. If a patient went in and paid cash for blood work on their own, you know, it right. would be a lot higher than going through an office like ours. Exactly. So interesting. And you can do that virtually. Like you can order panels for people in other parts of the country if they're not able to see you in person? Well, they have to meet certain criteria for, right. for a televisit for a virtual consultation. And then right. certain labs are nationwide, but the main lab that I work with, if I can't get to you, I can send a phlebotomist that's local to your area. They will right. take your blood and send it to my lab in Florida. So yeah, I can reach mm -hmm. you wherever you are. Yeah, that's amazing. Let's talk about these bioidenticals because I don't exactly know what they are. So can you give us a little bit of a definition of what bioidentical HRT would be and what type of patient that is prescribed for? So the usual hormones that, you know, were traditionally given from the dawn of time, the right. hormones were based on hormones that were in horses and it was actually based off of horse urine. So if you can imagine you had a slew of medications or chemicals, so to say, that right. were based off of the hormones in horse urine, which I mean, yeah, they were estrogen wow. or progesterone or whatever, but they weren't human strains. So yeah. when I say bioidentical, I mean that these are plant-based medications that were made specifically to match the exact human hormone that we have. Mm. So that being said, who should be on it? Well, when we're born, all of us, men and women alike, we're born with the ability to make a certain percentage of what is considered normal amount of hormone. So okay. when I'm born, I receive the gene that's passed on to me to make a certain amount, say 75% of hormone, and say right. maybe you were passed the gene to make 100% of the same hormone. With mm -hmm. time, you and I are both facing the same amount of time and gravity and, you know, and all this stuff. <laughs> we're aging right. the same days. Well, I am going to start making less and less of my hormone before you start making less and less of your hormone. So mm -hmm. I am going to become unbalanced before you do. Chances right. are in the future, you'll make an even amount, but you'll be balanced, but making less. Myself, I would become unbalanced. Yeah. So 
we start experiencing symptoms when we're unbalanced. So that's that being overly irritable, collecting right. weight. I know men yeah. have always said, oh, she must be PMSing. You know, she's on her, yes. what we say, the slang, yes. she's on her rag or, or you know, yes. it's her time of the month or, you know, all yes. that stuff. Exactly. You know that's right, mister. My hormones are changing. Back off. <laughs> but right. so what happens right. is, when we hit menopause, you know, you might be deficient in estrogen and progesterone. You might be deficient in just progesterone. You might be low in both of them, but just unbalanced. You may have a complete testosterone deficiency. So different deficiencies or different imbalances are going to give you a certain kind of set of symptoms. So unfortunately, I think it takes a straw to break the camel's back for them to come in and find someone like me. And usually at that time, they've already had a slew of symptoms and, you know, they've collected weight and now they have to do a lot of things to kind of reverse it. But back Mm -hmm. to my original point, we'll do the blood work. We'll learn where your levels are. And then what you may need, I compound, I specifically make this medication for the individual patient for exactly what they need. I work with a compounding pharmacy. They create the medicine for me, for the patient based on what their blood work told me and what the symptoms are. Wow. That's incredible. That's like a superhero. You need to have a cape. I mean, that's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Because we've been told for so many years that, up, oh, just deal with it. Up, oh, you're getting older. Up, oh, nothing you can do. Up, oh, take this. Right. Take the same right. medicine that everyone else takes, you know, totally. because you're not an individual. Exactly. When I'm able to turn them around or kind of get them in a complete opposite of their symptoms and they come to me or I've had children of the patients come to me and say, oh, you know, she came to Thanksgiving this year. Oh, she hasn't cried in weeks or, oh, you know, so that's why I do it. Because when you're just living, but you don't feel like you're a person or you're not living while you're here, then what's the point, you know? Exactly. And you are the minority. I mean, there's only something like please tell me if I'm wrong, but there's only like 20 physicians that are specialized like you are in really empowering women. It's amazing. It's 20% of the nation that are 20%. trained. 20%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you have to realize that of that 20%, probably more than half are actually male doctors. But I mean, I do I, appreciate them. They just don't, you know, they don't know. <laughs> there's they don't so know much power on this. And women, you know, you see it from your patients. They thrive on that communication, connection, and community, and knowing that they're not going through this alone. And you kind of coming in and saying, listen, this is normal. It's okay. And we can help you. I mean, that's so empowering for women to hear because we don't take that step. We don't pick up the phone and call you. We hesitate, you know, and we think we're the only one feeling this way when it's such a common thread. So do you mind if we talk a little bit about this IV infusion therapy and vitamin boosters, because I think that's important to talk about too. And it's something that you really encourage women to get checked as well. So can you walk me through that? In general, and when I spoke earlier about checking vitamins, one of the vitamins that I do check in your blood work is vitamin D. I also check your B vitamins. And so with the immune boosters, we don't put vitamin D in the bag. We can give you an intramuscular injection. But with the immune boosters, if you know that you're someone that's usually deficient or if you've been right. kind of maybe going through stress or, you know, frequent travel or just kind of wearing yourself down, we use our vitamin stores. We use all of our chemical messengers that we're producing every day. So if you've kind of worn right. yourself down, it's always beneficial to get a boost. The IV infusion itself, I love it because you're getting 100% of the medicine. If you take a capsule, you know, like a vitamin orally, 
you're not getting that full dose because it has to, you know, be digested by the stomach and all this. So to have it in the IV, it just ensures that you get 100% of your vitamins that we're giving you. It's a vitamin C along with vitamin B complex. I do use glutathione, which is a super antioxidant. It's also Mm. something that we As humans, we made an abundance of it as a child. And as we age, we don't make a lot of glutathione. Well, as a super antioxidant, it kind of helps you clean up the mess that the cells are producing. So it's good for aging in general. It helps you keep your cells kind of efficient and just helps clear everything. And it's the best thing ever. So I do put that in the infusion. Women being caretakers, caregivers, we always push ourselves to the limit, you know, I refer to us as a passenger on a plane, you know, when the plane is crashing, they tell you, put your oxygen on first. And they do that because if you're not healthy, then you can't help the person next to you. If you're not breathing well, you can't help the person next to you. So same thing with immunity, the same thing with the hormones, same thing with even just me time. You have to take care of you because if you wear yourself down, you're no good to anyone else. So the IV bags, I love the boost because I feel like we expend the most energy and use the most of our vitamins. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. you know, I lived in Europe for a while, about almost six years, and I feel like they were ahead of the U.S. Now, this was years ago. I've been back in the U.S. for five years, but I feel like they were doing that. Oh, yeah, they They totally were. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, it seems as though, especially in Germany, they really take time for their health. And Americans, we just don't, we just put it on the back burner. So, you know, I just think it's so fantastic what you're doing. And I love that you're also giving women that feeling of empowerment, like they can be in charge of their own health and they can make changes that are easy to do. And the effects will be incredible. What advice would you give a woman listening that's maybe struggling with this and thinking, oh, I'm so frustrated. And it's just tough to put one foot in front of the other. What advice would you give her if she's listening? So I would say if you've noticed a change in yourself, I mean, we've all gone through a certain part in life where we felt our best and then yes. and it probably dwindles after that. So I would say if you've noticed a change in yourself that has hindered you from participating in your daily activities, in your family activities, from completing tasks that you normally are able to complete, if you're sitting around and you're crying frequently for no reason, or you're feeling, you know, overly irritable for what seems to be no reason, right. some women describe it as, I feel like I'm just going crazy. If you feel like there's something off, there's likely something off. And go with your gut. Same, yeah. Always go with our instinct. We were blessed mm-hmm. with great gut instincts. So I would say if you feel off and you've tried to figure out what's causing it, or maybe you've actually tried to treat it on your own go either to your doctor or you can look on the A4M website or kind of Google for anti-aging physician near me or even the keywords bioidentical hormones. You can find someone that you can at least talk to. And I would say just make sure that you know your blood work. Even if your doctor has no idea how to do hormone replacement, ask them to check your sex hormones, your cortisol and your thyroid when they do the regular panel. At the minimum, give yourself the knowledge that first and foremost will show you, okay, something may be off here. And then if your doctor says, oh, you know, I don't deal with that because a lot of doctors will kind of shun you if they don't know anything, they'll say, oh, I don't deal with that. You don't need that. But either find a doctor that will check it and knows how to treat it or just get the knowledge and then find the doctor that knows what to do with it. 
But I would say right. if you're feeling some type of way, it's likely because something's off. Exactly. Go and with your don't gut. feel like it's something that can't be identified and addressed at the minimum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then live forward. I love it. One question I did get that I get often from women is about melatonin because of sleep issues, you know, with menopause, there's a lot of insomnia. Is that something that you would recommend women taking? And you can pick it up at Target or anywhere, I think. I wouldn't mind it. However, I would give the caveat that if your melatonin is actually low and you're having to supplement it, that should be a key indicator that other things are low as well. When my patients come and they're progesterone deficient, usually my progesterone deficient patients have the higher complaint of insomnia. And the reason Mm -hmm. that is, is because there's a byproduct when we break down progesterone, natural bioidentical progesterone, there's a byproduct that helps calm us at night and helps to balance out not only melatonin, but also those other things. Like it helps cortisol to go a little bit lower. It helps us to relax during our actual REM sleep. So when we're deficient on hormones, we start screwing up all types of other cascades. So to answer your question, I don't care if they take melatonin, fantastic, but if it's actually helping them and they feel like they had to go to that to begin with, get your hormones checked. And to that same token of insomnia, balance and anti-aging, I also use peptides, which just Mm -hmm. to give a small little summary, it's kind of like the mini fountain of youth, the ones that I use. So it helps to keep our skin tighter. It helps us to maintain muscle mass, even when we're not able to get into the gym. It helps us with that REM sleep. My patients that I have to put on peptides, 1000% love it for sleep. They're like, I don't want to go off of it. They're like, this is the thing that I needed. Yeah. And it's because it helps our mind kind of relax at night. And relax. it's not, a, absolutely. yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a quote unquote drug. All it is, is a stimulator of your other chemical messengers that you have already. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. So that's terrific. Thank you so much for this insight. And, you know, I'll link everything to the episode notes so people can reach out to you. And so telehealth is a big deal right now. Of course, where we are with COVID and everything else, I'm right. sure that telehealth is going to be a thing. And it's so wonderful that you can reach out virtually and connect with patients. Yeah. Boy, I checked a million boxes on our discussion, I have to say. So thank you so much for this time. I just appreciate it. I know you're busy and so much value in this. So I'll link everything to the episode and I look forward to having another conversation because you are just full of insight. I really appreciate the time. Thank you for helping me get the message out. Absolutely. After every episode, I just sit back and just take a minute and reflect on what I've learned from the guest of the show or the expert that's sharing advice, insight, and knowledge. It's just so incredible. And I'm so grateful for all of the guests that are sharing their stories and being bold and having their cannonball moments. If you're enjoying what you're hearing on the podcast, I encourage you to leave a review on Apple. You can simply go to Google and search Fearlessly Facing 50 podcast, and you'll be able to find it there. I also encourage you to subscribe. You know, that way you'll get every episode when it drops. So thanks so much for your support. And once again, as I always say, Go forth and be awesome. Take care of yourself this week and reach out to someone that just may need a little extra encouragement. We'll be in touch soon.